Welcome back, guys. Uh, Couch Surfing Podcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty Two, in in the books. Um, the Queen is dead. The Queen is dead. Moment of silence for the Queen. But anyway, she's passed. So we'll just read some interesting facts about the Queen. You know, rip. Uh, people that didn't know who the queen is. No, we're not talking about Beyonce or Nicki Minaj or Dolly Parton. Um, yeah. <laughs> None of those queens. None of those queens. Everyone knows the real queen died last year. Or actually, I think it was actually beginning of this year. I was, yeah, this year. Um, queen Latifah? No, not Queen Latifah. She's Betty White. Oh, yeah. Betty I, White. She's the real queen. I, Sarah has that cup that's like it looks like a white claw and uh-huh. it has Betty White's face on it and it's like aged a hundred years almost almost <laughs> she almost made it dude Betty White real queen but anyhow this other queen so it's Queen Elizabeth II so she was born at 2.40 a.m. on April 21st 1926 wow parents to the Duke and Duchess of York um, so she was crowned queen June 2nd, 1953. Uh, it was aired on TV. 20 million people, people watched is like estimated. Okay. And obviously she passed away a couple days ago. Um, peacefully at her castle. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Actually castle. Um, she was the longest reigning monarch ever in Britain, beating Queen Victoria, her great great grandmother. Um, as queen, she was uh, served by fifteen UK prime ministers. Damn, she hmm. went through fifteen bitches. Damn. fifteen of those guys. All right. Uh, Did they vote on prime ministers, or does she just I think so? Oh. I think she. I think you do. Oh, hell if I know Britain. Uh, her favorite dogs were corgis. Yeah. Nice. She even invented a new breed of dog where her corgi mated with a Dutch. Ooh, Dutchhound. Yeah, like the Dutch, hot dog. Dutchhound. Yeah, it's. I forget exactly how you say I it. Know. Belonging to her sister, Prince Margaret, creating the Dorgie. It's basically, it's a hot dog. dog. A wiener dog. Yeah. I think those are, I think it's pronounced. Dash. Dash. Dashon? It's like. Dashon? Yeah, like Dashon or something like that. Uh, She was the only person in the UK allowed to drive without a license. (laughs) She never had a license. (laughs) But then again, how often does she ever drive? Literally, like, probably never. Maybe a golf cart or a castle. I'm gonna say around her estate. Her is a castle. <laughs> There's a difference between a estate and a castle. <laughs> well, I just mean like her property. Yeah, yeah. Queen Elizabeth had Queen Elizabeth had two birthdays. Her actual birthday, April twenty first, and her official. What the fuck? Her actual birthday, 21st April, and her official birthday, which was held on Saturday of June, when the weather's better. What in the hell? Sounds made up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. This is on National Geographic Kids. 
Can't trust this source. Her birthplace is now her wait. Her birthplace is now oh, a fancy Cantonese restaurant. That's funny. Uh, I wonder if they have something special on the menu, like you know, death soup. Death soup. Queen Elizabeth uh, first sent an email in 1976. Hmm. Her and her first ever published Instagram photo was. 2019. <laughs> You're a little late. Yeah. But, early the, but the email, <laughs> the 76? That's, yeah, that's early. Damn, son. Like. She had many hobbies, including horse riding, pigeon racing. Sounds pretty dope, actually. Football, probably soccer. Uh, <laughs> bastards. She was an Arsenal supporter. Uh, so it was soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Queen Elizabeth became a homeowner at just six years old when the House of Wales gifted her a house in the grounds of Windsor uh, Royal Lodge. It was named Y. Brith... No, no. Batch. Something. <laughs> Which means little cottage. That's all I'm saying. In her lifetime, Queen Elizabeth sent around 50,000 Christmas cards she could have done more. Yeah. It's weak. <laughs> she owned an elephant, two giant turtles, a jaguar, and a pair of sloths. What? They're all living in the London Zoo. I wonder if they know that she's dead. No. <laughs> uh, she made her first radio broadcast October 1940 during the Second World War. Um, and... Let's see. Last thing says, even the monarch went undercover sometimes. On a recent low-key trip to Scotland, she met some American tourists while walking. I do know this one. Um, when the tourist asked if she lived locally, she mentioned that she had a house nearby and, went, and when asked if she'd ever met the queen, she simply point, pointed at her security guard and said, no, but he has. And that guy got a picture with the security guard that the queen took. She played him. Oh my god. Could you imagine? <laughs> You're literally talking to the queen. But obviously you don't know. Like, Have you met the queen? Like, no, but he has. Like, wow, like, that's awesome. Like, can we get a picture together? Here. <laughs> and then literally give the phone to the queen. Can you take a photo of us? How dumb is it to get a picture with somebody who's met somebody else? Though? Yeah, you know that's I mean? also a thing, too. Why would I get a picture with someone that's met the queen? Like, who's that guy? Dude, that's a guy that she's met the queen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who took the photo? No, that's an old hag. <laughs> that's funny. Man. That's pretty gold right there. I think it's interesting, though, because I, I don't really know a whole lot about the Like, I don't feel like growing up. It was really, like, I just don't know anything about how things work over there, so it's not, Neither like... do I. I don't know what you think, either. I don't know if she was good or bad or part of Epstein's play in, <laughs> in the world. Who knows, man? <laughs> I saw a photo with her sitting with Epstein one time. She was probably in on it. She's in on it. She probably went to that little island where they, like, sacrifice human babies and, like, drink their blood and Oof. stuff like that. That's how she made it so long. Dead. 
I thought she was a vampire. Dang. Have you seen her who took over? It's like now King Charles, I want to say his name is. Yeah, isn't he like 70 or 80? Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah. yeah, he probably got like 10 left in him. Well, that brings up something that's interesting to me too is like, do you think that they're like gonna continue to try to keep like the monarchical yeah. state? Yeah. Because they're like, I think one of the last. Uh, at least developed countries that still uses like the monarchical yeah. I don't, I don't know. know I think the they right are verbiage of that would be. I think they are he's already been sworn in as king it'll just be interesting though like over time because like okay he's old like obviously you, you don't got much yeah. time left and then who's it get passed down like, I got somebody look, told me all about look it at but the lineage. I don't know who comes after who comes after Charles but like for her to inherit it so young I wonder, like, how that would need to happen, or how that would play out for somebody nowadays so young to become queen or king. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, All I'm saying is, look at my boy Charles's fingers. They're like like Vienna sausages. They're literally, actually, like hot dogs. They look swollen. Yeah, like that pink, that ring ain't coming off, honey. Let me tell you. Yeah, you're going to have to saw it off. Like, my guy has the weirdest hands and fans. They're so swollen. Yeah, that's rough. I that's wonder it. if it's like a condition. Yeah, this is because of inbreeding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I heard that, I don't know who it was. It was a kingdom that, like, just believed in their own pure bloodline. And they literally inbred themselves out of To death, power. yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, they'd all become fucking, like, immobile. <laughs> literally, they inbred themselves out of power because they couldn't reproduce anymore. Alright, so, the next person, just so you know, after uh, Charles dies here, is William, Prince of Wales. Okay. So, let's see who Prince William looks like. I think I know the guy, actually. Because, like... Ah, oh, dude, Prince William. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's a homie. Is that Harry's brother? Prince I think so. He's a homie. See, yeah, he's not. He's not super old. No, he's forty. Okay. He could rock it. So I mean, he might. But that's the thing. Like, let's say Charles lives. To, if he's what? How old did we say? Seventy? Eighty? Charlesy? Yeah. Charlesy boy. Let's see. He, 73. So, yeah, let's give him 20 years to 93. Yeah, that's fair. Like, maximum, and then you got... William is going to be 63, 60. or whatever, yeah. basically. 60, 60. Give him another 30 there and stuff. I mean, like... And I feel like we got another solid 100 years left in the monarchy. Yeah? Yeah. I, I feel like at this point, though, and I don't know because I don't live over there, so I have literally no clue, but it's more of a ritual, a culture thing than yeah. it is. Yeah, I don't think, like, I'm sure, yes, they have power, but I don't think they actually do, like, too, too much. Because like, I think they have parliament. Yeah, they do. Which I is, think. like, kind of, like, our type I of thing. I guess they're just the richest family that's, like, we're in power. I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But, anywho... The queen is dead. I heard that Virginia still pays. Taxes? 
To like, the queen? Pays money to, yeah. Because it's like the Commonwealth. Like the Commonwealth of Virginia pays. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. Like it I said, you, I just heard it. It tells you these things, boy. Man, I just got my ears, ears to the street, you know. Just all these people out here talking. Talking mad, wild stuff. Dude, that's crazy. If it's true, though, I gotta get to the bottom of that because I don't want my tax dollars going to the queen. Yeah, I'd be kind of curious to see who's where all this stuff like kind of goes. It's probably some sort of like, uh, like I guess I would say like a loophole to be able to say, yeah, uh, that we pay taxes to the queen even though we don't really. It's more like we're paying. Like, you know how we give aid to, like... They can keep their tea. They can keep their tea. They can keep their damn tea. How we give aid to, like, other countries. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure something along those lines. Someone is just like, oh, no, we pay taxes still to the queen. Yeah. Um, well, we better not be paying anything. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth. Rest in peace, queen. You did good, kid. Uh... Hope you're partying up with Betty White. <laughs> Maybe. Britain just falls apart now that she's gone. The idea wonder what's gonna happen. I'd be really sick if a war happened. I'd love to see that. I don't think that anybody should ever wish that. Mass like war. Oh, they I mean I'm talking about like Yeah, like World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> Only nuclear though. I'm talking about like devastation. Half population gone, Thanos. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Unfortunately, we'd probably be part of that. I think everything just blows up except for us in China. Everything else is just a wasteland. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, joking. Joking, joking. Sorry. All right. Speaking about being off meds. Great segue. <laughs> I didn't even know. Let's talk about Uh-oh. California. And California's off their meds. <laughs> Two things. First off... Their power grid. Off. <laughs> Way off the meds. Did you try turning it off and back on? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing rolling blackout stuff because the power grid can't like handle them. Like the amount of power that they need. So they're doing rolling blackouts and stuff. And people are literally charging their Teslas with uh, gas generators. So it's a really funny irony <laughs> to is. it all. There's, does California not have a nuclear power plant? No, I don't. I think there's only like less than a handful in the United States. Not really? Like, yeah. I just feel like they so were. many people are so uneducated about it that it's like it's hard to get them passed because people think that it's like they just think Chernobyl. Yeah, like, it's the first thing everyone literally, thinks. Which I think like too. Japan. I think, yeah. Like, yeah. Atomic bombs. Yeah. Atomic well, bombs, and they've had wasteland. Yeah. Anywho, that's just a funny insight. But the main thing is not does I say funny it's a funny insight i don't know what you were uh, referring i don't know to. i was saying so another crazy thing that happened in california that christian actually sent me <laughs> was would you do you want to talk about it well i only really saw the headline it was just like i could read the whole whole like kind of article and like i sort of went through it just to make sure that i was like not legit? just a headline no but. yeah it's legit 
Basically, somebody got beheaded. <laughs> Actually, decapitated. Yeah, with a sword, right? With a sword. Yeah. That Literally is so a wild. sword. A young Northern California mother of two who was beheaded with the sword has been identified. And, and the man accused of killing her is in custody. Um, happened at 11.50 a.m. Middle of the day. Oh, that's middle of the day. Damn, I thought that was... Middle right, of the I night. thought that was about to be midnight. No, this is mid... Damn, right from pretty much at lunchtime. Literally, you said. Let's have some lunch. Middle of the day, Thursday, 27-year-old woman, uh, later identified as Karina Castro, was attacked outside of her apartment in the well-to-do San Francisco Bay Area city of san carlos witnessed flag down people uh, of them of a sword attack um definitely pulled up and literally her head was gone like or it was separated from her body i like the only thing that like when i imagine this i imagine your hands and your head in that like wooden, uh, the gilly yeah the wooden like, yeah the guilty well it's not oh, the, the stock yeah and then just Taking the sword. And... Yeah. But I'm like, how did that realistically play out? Did he just like, look at my sword. And she's like, oh, that's a cool sword. Oh, wow. I think he came up behind her and literally just chopped in the back of the neck. <gasps> if you can get through the back of the neck, obviously this is all easy to yeah, cut. It's, so it's just the back. That's fine. Yeah, that's the hardest thing to cut through. All this is just tendons and stuff like so. He literally just sliced right through her fucking body, dude. That's insane. Apparently, the the two were were in an ongoing relationship, but there was like they, she had filed a restraining order against him. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, he, guy fled on foot, ditched the sword, and stuff, and then returned back to the scene of the crime to talk to the cops or like turn himself in or something like that. I guess he felt bad. <laughs> He's in jail. No, no bail. <laughs> That's surprising, honestly. No bail? Yeah. What do you mean? California's letting anybody... Like, I don't dude, know, man. If I look, <coughs> look this up. Uh, I think it's Illinois is dropping oh. all, all bail. Like, uh, anybody can have bail without any cash. No, like, everybody can get free. Uh, no cash bail in Illinois starts in January. What to know? This is holy shit. This is two minutes ago. Oh yeah, it's like what? It's I think I the end of cash bail and more. Well, Illinois Safety Act is what it says. A massive crime reform package passed by Illinois Democrats in 2021 is once again in the spotlight with election day less than a month away. Republican states, um, uh, one of its many provisions will end cash bail, where a defendant is required to pay a percentage of bail set by a judge to be released from prison, making Illinois the first state to do so. So what does that mean? You mean like I commit a crime and then after I go to the court like hearing trial thing, they're like, okay, your court's in, court dates in two months, like go home. Yeah. Like that? I think. Um, but what I'm confused about, and, like, you probably have to do so much more research about it, but, like, I wonder if they still say, like, here's your cash bail, but you can just be like, I don't, I don't have any cash. Or, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to pay it. And they still have to let you go. And I think 
part of that package of laws that they're talking about that got passed also has a lot of um, laws in it that basically make it impossible for like a homeowner to get anybody out of their house for any reason. You can call the cops. The cops can't do anything to make anybody leave your home. It's like, Wait, what do you mean? Why? If an intruder comes in and is like robbing you and you're like, 911, what's your emergency? I have somebody robbing my house. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't do anything because we can't force them out of your house. Which sounds crazy to me. Do they have stay in your ground laws? No. That's what I mean. I think that package is trying to take basically everybody's uh, right to their own personal properties and things of that nature like away. They're trying to cause anarchy in Illinois. From what I so also with the bill, law enforcement is not per- permitted to purchase military equipment such as firearms of fifty caliber or higher. I mean that makes sense. Fucking fifty cal is pretty big. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> massive thing. Weaponized vehicles or aircraft. Fucking Apache helicopters. Well, I wonder if that yeah. includes like. Normal, like, police helicopters. Yeah. Officers are also not allowed to... Also, officers are not allowed to use chokeholds, but are ordered to intervene when another officer is using excessive force. Yeah. I mean, it's just all the... All those laws that... 2020... So, 2025, everybody has to have body cameras... And the, and the body cameras will have to always be on once you take once you put the uniform on. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how detainees can make three phone calls within the first three hours of their time at the police station before handing over their cell phone. Inmates can find these numbers in their cell phone contact list. Okay. Interesting. I, I, I don't understand the whole no cash part, though. Like the bail? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that. I... Oh, hold on. Whether or not a detainee qualifies for pre-trial release depends on how the judge decides. If the suspect is deemed a flight risk or a risk of endangerment to the community, he or she... Could remain behind bars. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. I think the worry is that would be that they just don't. They say that nobody is a flight risk. determined as a flight risk, yeah. which I don't think would happen. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's like somebody who cut somebody's head off with a sword. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be like. Wouldn't... I think you may be a flight risk. No, no, no. That was the only person I wanted to kill. <laughs> that oh. was it. Oh. Go. You're good. No, I'll see you next week. <laughs> one way or another, I was just like, man, like I didn't realize Illinois was doing all that. They're doing it's a pretty <laughs> big Illinois bill. Illinois was wilding like that. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. We'll have to get our uh, our tank and well, it doesn't go matter. There, get some video footage. We live in we live in Virginia, so no matter what, even if all the states start to do this, we'll be the last. So <laughs> we'll make sure that we get. We'll be the last people to do anything. All the other states to test it out. I feel like we're always, like, top five states to do things last. 
Yeah, we were pretty quick on the cannabis. Yeah. For being a southern state, but it's yeah. not really done much. Yeah. True. True, true. Um, what was I going to say? So, that, that's interesting. I'm trying to think if there are any more laws that, that are coming up and around here. Um, I'm not sure. I kept getting these um, uh, suggested videos on YouTube about, I think it was September 15th, legal marijuana sales. But anytime I try to look it up or find anything on yeah. it, I don't see anything about Delta A coming back or not. It's supposed, from what the last I heard, it's supposed to be banned indefinitely. Really? Yeah, which I don't know. I guess I might be confused on the processing of how Delta 8 products go from plant to product. Because I was under the assumption that if you had, let's say, 100 acres of hemp, you could extract enough Delta-8 THC from it all to have a quantifiable amount to put into product. So, like, for example, if you had one plant, it might have, like, point, point you know, whatever percent of Delta-8. That's very low. Not enough to do anything. Yeah. Like, we're, we're saying, like, less than a percent. Uh, so they have to have large numbers to get anything yeah, out of it. Thing. But I believe they also can derive it from... Well, I know they can derive it chemically from CBD. And, uh, I guess take a molecule or whatever it is out to make it. Yeah. And in that sense, it's more, uh, I guess, synthetic because the way they extract those molecules can be done in, I guess, a variety of different ways. And I could be lying about all this, so do your own research. But the problem is, is since it really wasn't qualified as marijuana because it was derived from hemp, it was as far as everyone was concerned, that gray area that was, you know, until they say, we can't do it, we're going to do it. And since they weren't regulating it, there's a lot that goes into that in terms of, like, there's people out there that don't care about their customers at all. They just want the money. So they're yeah. doing things that are dangerous in terms of, like, I've had plenty of people I know that have had bad experiences with Delta-8 whether that's attributed to them not really knowing how how much to take. yeah not really having experience in dosing or you know not having any experience at all with being high and what that really feels like and what it like is and uh i don't know if that would be the cause of it or if it is that there's you know these excess chemicals or this or that that's in the products that cause you know some people say that it makes their body hurt it makes their headache headaches and stuff like that yeah one of my friends she took i she was like looking to get into it or no she she told me that she had a really bad experience on delta 8 
because and she didn't want to do it again so she wanted like actual like real real like weed because she thinks like it's like delta eight but i'm like yeah like actually how much you took so yeah it's like two gummies i'm like well be honest like two gummies would probably set me into like a panic attack or something like that like i'd be tripping my out my mind like in (laughs) i usually like a half or like literally a quarter so i just think you just did it wrong (laughs) yeah um or greened out as they say i mean that's sort of part of it too in a way because like let's say that and this is like hypothetical obviously at this point but let's say one gummy had enough chemical in it to make you have a bad time if you took a quarter, you won't have that chemical buildup that yeah. causes your headache or backache or whatever it is. And like you're saying, if you take too much of it, like, and there are chemicals, if that's what we're saying, yeah. might be part of the issue then. But I feel like it's also... It, it is. Just, it, I think it's just taking too much of anything is not good. It's just like how, it's just how the saying is. Yeah. If I, even smoking regular weed, that is, too much is not good. <laughs> like, yeah. Too much alcohol is, you know, even salt. Too much salt, not good for you. For sure. Um, I mean, hell, they say even too much water, you can drown yourself. Like, yeah, you, know, you like, overwork your kidneys. Yeah. But, I don't know. Hey, I'm, I'm sure people have their own opinions on it, which is fine. Um, but I think, yeah, if you're going to do it, like, you just, yeah, you need to, like, I think, I want to tell people, like, you got, I think you got to treat it like a medicine. Yeah, like I think you have to treat it like a prescription medicine. You can't just be like, oh, like I'm gonna literally smoke this whole joint by myself. I'm like, no, it's it's my first time too. And you're like, no, I don't don't think you should do that. I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't know why, but like, it is wild to me the quantity of dried flour you need. To completely obliterate somebody who is not a consumer of weed. Like, if you... you mean like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like literally like, like, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I chopped down this plant that was growing outside that probably is like two pounds or more worth of like dried flour. Uh, and... Was that going to be ready? I don't know. I don't think it's really going to be that great because it wasn't quite finished. It was finished. Yeah. But the point is, is like, that's one plant. Yeah. And like. People grow like literally like 50 or 100 of those. It's just like wild to me. Like. Who's smoking all this weed? <laughs> I just cannot believe that such a little amount is so potent. Well, it's just you just grow your shit right, man. <laughs> it's just it's just wild. No, I just mean like, and just in general, you would think like okay, like a tomato plant, you get like, let's say, I don't even know, a couple like, pounds of tomatoes yeah. off of it. Like you would have no issues just you know eating those tomatoes, but like you grow this <laughs> two pound plant, I mean. That's enough for some people for, like, a lifetime. Uh, yeah. No, it is. <laughs> like. It actually is. I mean, you take it and you infuse it into something. You, like, you freeze it, it and stable then you, forever. And like, then, yeah. Literally, it'll take me probably. I mean, I give away some of it. Like, every time Steven comes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it'll, it'll take me at least a whole year, if not longer, to do everything that I have. 
Yeah, and one be well one because I I, I would guess the frequency of how much like of when I do stuff you know uh-huh. like at most once a week I would say on average it's like once to twice a month. Yeah. So like that's also like a factor. No, for sure, but even like even still, they're basically I've given you probably like at most. At most, an ounce. With everything included, like, cause that that five ounce jar of butter. Yeah. Is a quarter of an ounce. Yeah, and then you gave me like a little baggie. You gave me like a two finger cross like baggie, I think, one time. So that's like half half an ounce. Yeah, and then my little plant I grew. Yeah, so it I probably have a total of like an ounce, and it's taken me. Two years. We're talking thirty-two ounces off of this plant. Yeah, like yeah, taking me taking me two years pretty much to go through an ounce. But that's what I mean when you start turning into edibles. It's like you could have, let's say, you do quarters, and each five ounce is thirty servings. That's one hundred and twenty servings. Yeah, that's what I have. You got two ounces. That's yeah, it's three hundred. So you could have one a day, every single day for a year. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you could have a trip and never leave the farm. Yeah, no, I'm not definitely not doing that. <laughs> but yeah, you no, know, it is crazy. It's just wild. Yeah. Speaking of really quick tangent, you said tomatoes. I don't know if I share this fun fact or not, or just this idea. Oh, I also have a couple of ideas. Remember, first thing is we're we'll go off the tangents here. Sorry tomatoes a guy on survivor or one of these survivor shows Mm -hmm. something for like a week straight only like he he ate a ton of heirloom like tomatoes or something like that like just ate a ton of either heirloom or cherry tomatoes just tomatoes whatever it is like a ton and he made sure he ate a bunch also like that's like all he ate like for like a whole day straight before he went on the show because tomato tomato seeds get some uh, some of them will make it all the way through your poop. So this guy goes on the show, you don't have any food, so he's like scavenge for you and stuff. So all this guy does is he literally just poops in holes and then grows tomatoes like in the ground. <laughs> what a dog! Like is what he's doing because like it wasn't Survivor because it was like the show like where it's like months. Uh huh. Like it's like. Days on days on days on days, like Survivor show. I think Survivor usually goes for like sixty to eighty. Days. Yeah, like I said but, so obviously, but like tomatoes take like a while, like yeah, grow, sprout stuff. The, this it was like, I would say about quarter of a year. Yeah, I would say about three, about at least three. It was like three to five months or something. That's how long this guy was like alone for and stuff, like surviving like from this like contest. But yeah, that's like what he did. That's smart. Is that so smart? He just put me out tomatoes. I wonder if you, corn, you could do the same thing. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Can you grow? Know. Does corn grow from one of those yeah. Cor- kernels? Yeah. It's Mostly so, the seeds. I mean, yeah, it makes so much sense. I've actually never thought about that. You know, corn is just like a grass. It's been yeah, yeah. It doesn't have, it has like no nutritional value. Right? Well, that's sort of because um, right? uh, I know what you're saying. 
Like the corn we we eat. There's probably some other corns that we've just modified and stuff that we eat now. Cause... A lot of the... I don't know. I could be wrong on this, but I think that would be more so due to the fact that corn is a monocrop that's grown in poor soils all over the country that just don't have any nutrition in general. Uh, but, like, if you had, like, for example, like, the Indians had, like, 200 varieties of corn. Yeah, they did a lot. Uh, those probably do have minerals and nutrients, but they might not be the highest of all yeah, the yeah. vegetables. True. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. It's a starch, I think. So, that one was interesting. That is interesting. The next thing I have that I want to talk about is a little bit of a brain teaser. Okay. Okay. So, it's a question that I kind of want to give to the audience as well. We're going to talk about it. Um, but, where the hell is it? Alright. Alright. Okay. Alright, there it is. Alright, I had to get a quick refresher. Sorry. So, the question is... If you're a mind reader, do you know go on this? No, no, no. Okay, you're a mind reader, so you can read my mind. But I'm a future seer. I can see into the future, you know, as much as I want. I didn't, I'm not going to put a time limit on my future seeing. Uh-huh. But I, so I can see into the future. You can read my mind. And we're playing chess. Who's going to win? I think it's the future seeker. Future seeker versus everyone's like arguing that no, like because the guy reading the mind's gonna see him, like he's gonna read his mind of like his next move and stuff like that, what he wants to do. But then this guy's seeing in the future of me reading his mind. That's interesting. You can see in the future that he's reading your mind. Yeah. But like the, I guess the idea would be. But then you don't know that he's reading your mind. Like no, no, we see... no, we know. Like we we we, oh, we you know you. my powers. I got like you. you. I know your power. You know my power. Like it's power. It's power world. <laughs> you gotta get blazed out of your mind so there's nothing going on in your mind and just start moving pieces. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, um, I don't. So know. who wins? I I think it's the future seeker because, like, unless the mind reader is. Who goes last? Yeah. I guess the my thing is if the mind reader can see into my mind of me looking into the future of himself reading my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> just everybody's brain but, just turns uh, off. Yeah, but I don't think that's how like mind reading works. I I I think he can like read my mind like thoughts I was about. I don't think he can see into like my future visions that are like in my head you know mm-hmm. like i don't think so but maybe if he can then I... this is like walking into a bathroom with mirrors on two walls and you yeah. just have that extended yeah. out you know that mirrors are the color of mirrors is actually green like mirrors have like a color it's green really yeah Interesting. most most mirrors like the, like the real like true mirrors and stuff, yeah. If you put like two together and you look down like the farther tunnel, it would there'll be like a shade of green, like kind of like on the outer rims of it and stuff. Huh. Yeah. No. Weird. Um. Weird thought, man. Just a weird. Thought. I would, dude. I don't know. I guess part of me is like the mind reader, because 
even if you know what's going to happen in the future, I know what you're going to do as a move. But I like I get, But I know what I know, I know what you're going to do as a move. For because sure. I'm going to see in the future. And like I guess that I guess you have I see where you're coming from like it has to be the mind or the person who can see in the future because no matter what like I know, you know <laughs> what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Whereas I can only figure out what you're thinking in the present. This is deep. We need, like, Jordan Peterson to help us out I with know. this. I know. This one got me. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. So, yeah. Let us know what you think on that one. Hopefully, it, hopefully it ruins your night. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it ruins your, your Yeah, life. that was just, um... That was just the, the thought right there. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, but anywho... Let's get into what really matters. Surfing. Surfing. <laughs> surfing, baby. Dick Grace is not happy with me. No? You bought a surfboard? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd, I'd consult you first, though, to be honest. Um, which I did like your lip deck. I, I, oh, yeah. I did like that uh, board. Uh, like the size yeah. of it and stuff and the feel and everything. I, I do wish I would have had one on Monday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or just like pretty much like the whole like, weekend and okay. stuff. Because Monday was like... Like yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So, it was just so clean. Yeah. But so big. Like, too oh, big really? for me. Too big for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> too big for, like, for me, like, as in... Like, I was, like, dropping like for the in. the board? Yeah, the board. Yeah. I, like, dropping in, man. Like, if I literally wasn't, like, 45 degree angled, like, out or, like, more or something, like... I couldn't do it. Like, on the first wave, I, like, caught. I didn't even stand up. I was just like, okay, let me just ride this way. Like, boogie board. So, so fast. I, it, like, to me, I was like, I am cooking <laughs> right now. Like, this is definitely the fastest I've ever been on a board. 100%. It literally took it. I took it the angle perfectly uh-huh. and stuff like that. Like, if I was standing up, it would have been. Amazing. Fucking amazing. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't no, do it. And I was like, oh, my God. Now I can see how people, like, literally, like, catch air. Like, I'm going pretty fast. If I were, like, cut right now, I feel like I would, like, pop out of, like, the wave. Like, I can see how that happens. But, yeah, when I board, like, being, like, big, I would either, like, nosedive. Like, I wouldn't, like, necessarily pearl because I'm, like, literally dropping. Yeah. I would be, like, on it and then I hit, like, on So I would, like, I need to, like, lean or, like, turn more. There's also a ton of rights, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Like, I can do. But when it's that, like, steep, I mean, it was steep drop-ins. And I had a hard time finding, like, the shoulders. Mm-hmm. I seemed to always just be in the dead fucking, like, middle. And I kept trying to get more on my shoulder. But cause sometimes I'd be at like this, and it was just like a boom, like, clapped. Yeah, it's tough, too, because, like, that swell was a long-period swell, which makes closeouts, which yeah. is, makes it tough to find shoulders. Yeah. Um, like, I thought I'd be on a shoulder. Like, a wave that I just let go definitely would have been on the shoulder. So, the next wave I'd take, and I'm, like, in the middle. I'm, like, how? Yeah. It's, um, it's but everyone had it, everyone had short boards out there and stuff like that. It was me and Foddy, and Foddy has his soft, yeah. bing, bing gravy, like, 9-0 board. I felt so bad for him. Was he just, like... He just kept getting pounded. He just yeah. trying to get out. Even for uh, me, like, yeah. if, honestly... I feel, I'm, it's so, what I think the reason I love so much about surfing, especially, like, going out with, like, you and, like, Todd is, like, I actually am learning 
every time I go out, like, I feel like I am getting better, and it, I can actually, like, see it. Yeah. Like, the one thing I learned when going out uh, with y'all on, like, Saturday, Todd was like, I was like, all right, let's go. And he's like, no, like, you got to wait. You got to watch this set come in, and then you got to know when to go out. Or you just get pounded. So, like, Friday went, and I was like, now, like, I'm going to, like, walk out some, like, wait. I'm like, okay, the set's done. I'm going out now. So, I, like, got to, like, completely find before I just get, like, pounded on yeah. that. So, like, yeah, that's, like, something I never even thought about. Like, I thought the waves just always just keep rolling in, rolling in, rolling in. It never stops. But it, there is a lull point. Especially, like, on Monday, there definitely was. Yeah. Because it was, like you're saying, cleaner. So, the only waves that were coming through were uh, long period swell. Yeah. And they'll come in in sets, which is why you say, like, oh, there's a set coming. Yeah. And, like you're saying, I mean, you sort of wait for, like, a few waves. You can waves. see when there's a low period, mm-hmm. like, and then you're like, okay, I'm going on now, like. When it's really big and it's further out, the better time to start paddling is when you first see the set. Because... It's going to suck when you get sort of halfway. Yeah, you just hit the But push you're going to get through it, and then it's going to, like, have a long enough break. Yeah. I also can't, you know, duck diving on my board is pretty yeah. hard. I can, like, kind of push it, like, down some. Probably get it, like, water, like, here. But, like, I'm not that deep. I'm really I not I need that to deep. show you um, one time when we're out about, like, if you're not right like let's say the wave's gonna break like right here and you're far enough back you can sort of sit back on your board and make the board point up like this and then when the white water's rolling i just kind of pop on top and then lay down as the board hits here and lay let's say you'll be sitting with the board straight it will hit me to do this exactly oh okay that's a good technique for like not big waves yeah okay like maybe yeah a lot of times like what I was doing was I, I was I was just ditching it. Yeah. I literally would take it, flip over upside down like this, yeah, and that that worked a good bit. I was gonna say that's called like a turtle. Turtling, yeah, yeah. I I would do that and that worked a lot. Sometimes I literally just Rip threw it behind me and then just hold my leash like this and then, pull yeah. It. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was awesome out there. But yeah, everyone had these short boards and after yeah, like. Paddling on a shoreboard? God, it's a bitch. It's a, it's a bitch and a half paddling on the shoreboard. Yeah. But I can see how it's easier to, like, kind of ride that wave or, like, control it with a smaller board of, like, getting the take off or, like, the drop is a lot easier mm-hmm. on the shorter than it would be, like, the long. Yeah. Because I don't have to worry about sitting back so much. But yeah. I caught, like, a couple waves and some of them I, like, I was, I had my foot pretty farther back, like, on top of, like, fence side, I was able to, like, control, like, a little bit more with it, mm-hmm. of maneuvering, um, and I had one really good left, because, nice. like I said, everything was just right, uh-huh. but then I finally got a left, I was just like, all right, I'm going in, like, I'm done, that was great, like, I'm happy, I'm satisfied, I'm good enough, my, uh, my freaking tennis elbow was just killing me, dude, yeah, it was hurting, it was just aches, it's just, like, in a compressing, it's just from, so so it it definitely no it started it started on saturday when your board i was i was sitting on it and wave came over like but it didn't break on me but the board i like went up and the board was still kind of down so the board slid forward and as it slid forward i grabbed it real quick but only with like my left hand 
So it was like the, this yanking, yeah. pulling motion that like yeah. just tweaked my like bicep tendon to here and then like tennis elbow across there. And that's like what set it off. So from that day, so from Saturday to like Monday, after like 30 minutes surfing, like it'd be like aching. Yeah. It doesn't like, it hurts, but it's not like stabbing pain. It's just like a little bit like, Imagine, like, a headache, like, a pulsing headache, but in your elbow, yeah. like, bicep, like, muscle. No, I And it you. just, like, ached and ached. Um, like, so it's not, like, a stabbing pain. Um, but, yeah, like, paddling, it was just, like, killing it. But then pushing up on the board, you know, stand up doesn't hurt. Or it doesn't help mm-hmm. either. So, had a had call early on that one. But I'll be, I won't be able to go surfing now for, like, two weeks anyway, because I got crap all just coming up yeah and stuff right now so it'll be it'll probably be a good two-week break though anyway just for this to be just like fully like healed up i don't i don't i don't think it i feel like in two weeks that it should be like fairly gone um but yeah i really want to now i really want a shortboard i know i think last episode i really want a longboard now i really want a shortboard (laughs) i just want all three i already got the medium let me go get the nine let me get like yeah like this like six foot or something like that I think it would be great. I think that's a good uh, Virginia Beach. Like, if you had to just do, like, three boards, yeah, those sizes are... Yeah, I think that's quality. what you need. I was looking on a little, like, offer out. That's just, like, literally, like... All the short boards are all 5'6". Oh, really? They're all 5'6 boards. I'm like, that is way too short for me. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to be rough. But they're like 100 bucks. I'm like, eh, I could probably jump on those. <laughs> Just have some fun. Like, try it out. Um, but, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, see, so yeah, for like a short board, I don't know if I want to like initially buy like a nice board or just go buy like a beater board first. Like, you know, for like 200 bucks and just have it, try it out. Or if it's just worth it to go ahead and just buy a nice like shorty. Um, There's a lot of differences between like... Uh... A short soft top board and a, a short hard board honestly yeah though you're gonna run into a lot of the same problems that you run into with your seven two with a short soft top board yeah, you know i don't i'm only talking hard did i say soft oh i thought i thought you were talking about like a beater board oh no sorry you're right i said beater board and i forgot that was a i got separate i mean like a beater board like a used yeah, yeah, yeah. like like, an like actual... a ton of like what WRV has in the white the white truck, mm-hmm. I that's a, just a beater board like a trash yeah, yeah. board that has a bunch of uh, pressure like dings yeah, on. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, gotcha. I'm just gonna pick up one of those like yeah, hundred bucks yeah, like, yeah. and if I break it or sorry, I snap it like, yeah, fuck it, it is what it is. No, I got you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was just thinking, uh, like those beater boards, they're they're fun and they're good to like, you know, have a good time on, but they're pretty flat on the bottom which sort of runs into the same problems of like purling and all that but you know it's funny i don't even think i went surfing sunday i did go saturday i don't think i went surfing sunday at all and i I think you did i think you you did go didn't you go i thought you said you were you got in the afternoon i was going to but you didn't go out because sarah's and leslie's flight got delayed like a few times oh dude how was the concert she said it was I think great. They had fun. Yeah. Yeah. New tat? Yeah, they got tattoos before. New tat? Cherries? <laughs> yes. 
She's wild with all that. She wants all the tattoos. Um, yeah, I don't think I surfed at all Sunday, and I know I didn't surf Monday. You know, it's funny. I was the reason I didn't go surfing Monday was I was looking at the waves. First off, I got off of work late, like four thirty. And then second off, which isn't late compared to you, like yeah. But uh, and second off, I was looking at the cams down south, which is always my mistake because I'm looking at these. Amazing. You're about, oh, you, when you mean south, you're not talking Croton. You're talking like Bucks and Frisco. Like, well, like even just uh, in town, like in the Outer Banks, like in Kitty yeah. Hawk, it was yeah. like it was there. so much bigger and so much just like. Yeah. And I'm addicted to big waves, like uh, yeah. not massive waves, just bigger waves. Like, let me pull this. I up. really, around here in Virginia Beach, like if it's not head high, I really don't have a desire to go out at all. It just doesn't. <laughs> No, I swear. Like, it just doesn't feel like it pushes me enough. Nag's head. Yeah. Oh, come on. Load up. That's a person the, about the, to yeah, the, he, he doesn't catch it. Oh. Um, but, I mean, it's a solid, like, shoulder. Like, I feel like if you're at the bottom of it, like... The thing but is... But maybe, like, more like chest. It's just... But it's just, look at that, just rolling. <laughs> Bro, I was watching the Hatteras cam, though. That's what really got me, was, like, I was watching this Hatteras cam, and I'm watching guys drop into, like... Massive waves. Like, eight-foot waves. And I'm just, like... And I'm watching it on the outer break. Yeah. It just was, like... It looked like outer reef break in, like, Hawaii. Hawaii. And I'm, like, I want to be out there. And then <laughs> I look here, and I'm, like, I maybe see, like... A head high set and i'm just like i don't feel like going out like there's so many people out because the waves are good dude if it's oh monday yeah when i went out it was like you know at eight o'clock like rolls around i'm like there's so many people like what the fuck do y'all do for work like why are y'all working no obviously i'm like I called in sick. <laughs> I, I called in sick. I had shit to do today. Like I had, I had a call in sick, but obviously I came out surfing too. But I'm like, what the fuck's everyone doing here? Like, <laughs> there's some people like you're saying. They just there's waves. They're not going to work. I don't know how it works for them, but no. But I probably should have gone Monday. And probably would have had some fun, but I just yeah didn't get around to it. I and I I think what I need to do now. Also, when I go surfing, is I need to I need to bring my camera. I need to, because I, I'm not, I'm not fit enough yet to last like, you know, like, you, you know, yeah. with everyone else. So I'll like go out there in the beginning, catch stuff, and then once I'm tired, just sit on the shore and then start taking photos. Yeah, I think it's like what I want to start doing. I got you. Like I wish I, if I brought my camera uh, down on Monday. Mm-hmm. I would have stayed down there for like another hour with the guy, the Harley guy. He takes videos and like photos oh, yeah, of us yeah. for the Bloom Doll guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would have just sat with him and taken photos too. It would have been, it would have been sick. I was just sitting the whole time like, God, I wish I had my camera. I'm like, I wish I had my camera right now because this is this is this is great. This is great. Lars and Seth, uh, Lars is like so good. Oh, yeah. David Cockrell's out there too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Ran ran to him. He paddled over to me. He was like, Ben. I'm like. He got what up? I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, just trying to catch away, man. That's funny. Yeah. 
Um, you guys went to 71st Street or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a solid break there. There's a lot of people Yeah. up there. I mean, I feel like in the north end, if you're going to surf north end, like that's kind of like where like a lot of people were. I feel like that's like, like... In between those like three streets. There's also surprisingly kind of a current moving north. Like you couldn't see it. And maybe that was just because I was catching a lot of rights, but I ended up moving about like four streets down at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing that I think is super valuable that not many people around here that I've noticed really do very well um, is finding a spot and staying in that spot the entire time that you surf. Yeah. Landmark. I like try to do that. I yeah. said, there's a teal house. I'm going to try to stay in front of this teal house like as much as I can. Um, and I like can't do it yet. I'm like always moving. It's yeah, it's it's tough too. Like you're saying, like especially if you're um not in shape. Yeah. But also, you're just not when you're new. You're not thinking about no. it. No. Uh, but even when the next wave, <laughs> even when it's like full storm surge and then like the rips are ripping down and it's up like the literally beach, vertical going that way. I still am like. Like, there's Stay days where place. I'm just, like, paddling the entire really? time. I don't sit on my board, and then you catch a wave, and you paddle back out. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, especially down in Hatteras more often than here so much, there's days where you, there's no way you can keep up. Like, you have to catch a wave, ride down, get out, go yeah. back. If you want to stay in the Or you, place. like, before you get in, you, like, go, like, two blocks that way, yeah. get in, and then, like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember, yeah, when I when taking photos of you one time, I was, like, positioned to the left of you, and you were coming at me. Or, no, maybe I was positioned to the right of you, and you kept moving farther away. So I kept, like, having to, like, run yeah. to get, like, ahead of you some, and then i shoot you like this, and then i have to run, get ahead of you again. She's like that. Like, yeah. I do remember one day, there was, a, there, was a, there was a wee bit of a current. Man, but Hatteras was so good today and yesterday. Yeah, so mm. I don't know. I really want to. really want to show up right now. <laughs> well, I really want. Hopefully, we don't get more waves in the next two weeks, so you don't miss anything. But yeah. well, do well. Uh, not that it matters for me because I think I'm gonna be. I'm gone this weekend. But there was something big. Looked like it was coming. And maybe it's gone. Yeah, it's so funny. Sometimes Some, it'll dude, be literally, like 10 foot. It literally, last week it said 9 foot waves. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. About? It's like the one, um, the one preferred uh, forecasting model that yeah. they do says that like a hurricane's going to hit Virginia Beach or something. And so it's like 10 foot waves. And then the next day it's like, oh, just kidding. That's not even going to be a hurricane. You know what I hate also about the 71st Street cam? So far away. That, but it also, it, it literally, it glitches right before the wave crashes. Yeah. I, it's like, it's on point. Some, uh, some cams I literally like, can't watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, every time before it breaks, it literally pulls. I'm like, oh. The Hatteras cam was doing that too, but there were still some that, that made it all right. Sometimes they'll go and reset the cams and it makes it go away for a little bit, but. Yeah, even today there was waves. And, like, I thought about going out today after work, but I was like, if I didn't go out yesterday, I definitely shouldn't go out today. Yeah. I also, though, I kept... I kept having this problem, surprisingly. I don't know what was the hell happened to me, but on Monday, 
I also got so gassed kind of quickly was I was paddling so hard like catch waves and they just like weren't breaking. I like, just like wasn't catching waves. Like they were so big like in front of me and I started paddling and they wouldn't break. I was just I was just surprised how big in shape they were and they didn't break. That's like another that reason so that weird. I don't really like surfing here is this just we don't have good sandbars. Yeah. And when we do have or good sandbars. Bars. Yeah. Everybody knows about them, so there's so many people on the breaks that it's like, I don't know, it's just, I hate Virginia Beach surfing, and that's just how it is. Yeah, and also for me, just like with the way I am, like personality-wise, I just feel like when we were surfing at the jetty, I just felt like I was in everyone's way. Yeah, you're probably going to feel like that for a little while. Like, I just feel like I'm in everyone's way. Like I can remember... Oh, yeah. I well, I I feel like I'm definitely in the way of people that are more more ahead of me, you know, than the wave. But then I don't feel comfortable catching waves if there are people like in front of me, like towards the beach, because I'm like I can't maneuver. Yeah. So if you get in my way, I am going to hit you. Not because you're in my way. It's because I can't do anything. I don't it. know how to turn. Yeah. Like no. Don't I, fucking I, be like if so. If someone paddles out and they're in front of me, and they literally there's some people that will literally paddle out. You know, say, you know, two, three strides or something in front of me and then sit right in front of me. So I'm like, Ugh. so I like move to the left or right of them. I'm like, I'm not going to sit directly behind you. Like, yeah. That's like, I sort of, I don't know. It sort of sucked that we went out at First Street that day just because of like that aspect. Like I do feel bad because I. No, it was a I'm, learning experience. I need to, I need to learn to do that. And you know? I thought like, about that too. Like it is good to just be out there. I learned how to suck out through the jetty part. That was a great thing. I learned how to get wash the brakes. You can do off. that at the pier too. Yeah, do the pier. I mean, like I was a learning experience, and then it was just learning experience of being around that many people surfing yeah. and stuff. Like, like I said, I was around a lot of people on Monday, but I felt I was like I've been around more people like literally on Saturday at the pier. So I'm like, all right, the jetty. So whatever. Yeah. Like it's 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 okay, but. I know exactly what you're talking about, though, in yeah. terms of like having someone inside and not being able to know that you can get around them or like yeah and then also having the people outside that are in like in your head or everybody's head typically it's just a natural thought of, yeah like, they're better so now i'm in their way because i'm further into the yeah because technically is it both people's jobs like to try to get out of the way or like who's like right of way is it like saying so like if you're catching a wave you're in front of me should and, you know, and I think you're gonna go left, so I should I start moving, you know, right, you know, or yeah. you know, start going like the other way, you know, or is it my position, or is it your job to move out of my way? Then and I keep going straight. So typically, in uh, like if you're somewhere where the break is in the same place all the time, and somebody's getting ready to catch a wave, you should head toward where it's already breaking. Because yeah, because they're going that direction, like or they're gonna they're gonna be trying to go where it's not breaking. Not breaking, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're That's saying. what I mean. But the problem is, is like it's hard in Virginia to tell Beach. Sometimes. Yeah, remember you, when your dad was coming at us? Yeah, and I was like, I think I was, I'm looking, I was like, I think he's going, he's gonna turn like left, or no, I think he's gonna go right. So I started paddling left, but then even you were like. I don't know which way he was going, man. Dude, like, he came right at me. Yeah. Like, and, like, that's the other thing. Like, if you ever get in that situation where you're just like, you know, I really don't know where this person's going. You can literally just sit on your board and just sit still because now it's their, yeah, their it's deal. So, yeah, yeah, Like, you got to figure out where you're or going. Or just jump off the board and flip it over and just be like, all right, fine. Like, I'm out of the way. Like, 
Nothing. I would say, like, try not to ditch your board in a situation like that. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. But, um, yeah, it is sort of weird. It's like one of them things, especially in Virginia Beach and beach breaks in general, where you have to, and it, it comes with, like, the knowledge of surfing and wave reading and all that, but you have to sort of guess where they're going to go. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm learning. I'm like, okay, I think the wave is breaking that way. There's things, there are times that literally the wave is right breaking left and they go right. And that's like me, like there could be a perfect right and I'm going left just because I like going left. Like, like, so I'm like, what are you doing? Go left. Like, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Oh. But yeah, I, I'd say most of the time it's on the person who's trying to catch the wave. Okay. Unless, you know, you like the number one rule is just don't paddle to where they're gonna be going which is obvious but yeah 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 that's what i try to do that like but like i try like to I guess said, where they're going and try not to go that way yeah but then sometimes you end up going that way and you're like fuck so you like try to turn real quick or something like, yeah worst comes to worst hold still go straight yeah do what you can but something like that but uh, lots of surfing experience for we'll you this weekend. when do you think i'll have to start wearing a wetsuit um I will say the well, Monday the water was probably two degrees colder. Yeah, it's it should start getting cooler here soon because once the nights start getting well below seventy degrees, uh, it's gonna it's gonna drop quick. Okay. I, I say quick. I mean, there's been times where like you can go out in October with maybe just a bathing suit. But it's good to have like that long sleeve top like I had. Yeah. Just because the water can still be warm, but the air, air can be cold. cold. Yeah. Uh, but I'd say you'd probably be able to put it on in November. Okay. Cool. Maybe even late October or middle October. I mean, there's been times where I know I've been in the wetsuit in October down in Hatteras. Because sometimes you just don't want to be cold. Yeah. That makes sense. You're just not in the mood. Yeah. But yeah, so. Well. Thing about wraps it up, this one. Yeah. Sorry for another tangent about surfing. It is the couch surfing podcast, so. That is true. So we're not sorry. We're not sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, appreciate y'all tuning in this uh, episode of Couch Surfing Podcast Season 2, Episode 22. Two's all around. We will catch y'all next week. Peace.